Good morning, and welcome to SJL Daily. I'm Lisa Bond, and today we're going to take a look at Psalm 2, which is a royal psalm. This is one of the most quoted psalms by the New Testament writers. Royal psalms might have been sung at the coronation of a king, and if you think of it, that could have been a very vulnerable time for the people because a shift in power might leave a nation in a weaker position than it had been, and enemies might think, hey, this is a good time to challenge this new administration and rid ourselves of the domination of Israel. As we read it, we know that it would have applied to what were the current kings of Israel, but it ultimately points to Jesus himself. If anyone sets himself up against God's anointed, they are doomed to fail. So let's read Psalm 2, 1 through 6. Why do the nations rage and the peoples plot in vain? The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, Let us burst their bonds apart and cast away their cords from us. He who sits in the heavens laughs. The Lord holds them in derision. Then he will speak to them in his wrath and terrify them in his fury, saying, As for me, I have set my king on Zion, my holy hill. This is the word of the Lord. As we look at this psalm, we're also going to take a quick detour into the beloved movie Toy Story. Now try to remember the part where Woody tells Buzz Lightyear who he really is. Buzz is under the impression that he is a real live space ranger and can actually fly, but Woody reminds him that he's just a toy, a child's plaything, and Buzz finally figures it out. Psalm 2 reminds us of who we really are. Even though we have these grand illusions of our own power and importance, we have no idea what or whom we are up against, the one who laughs, in verse 4, at anyone who even tries to take him on in college classrooms, in corporate boardrooms, or even in the halls of Congress. When the pagan leaders would align themselves against whatever Israelite king was in power, it would have been wise to be reminded that they were actually fighting against the Lord of the universe. This Lord is not like your average, everyday, earthly power. So a good way to summarize this psalm is in two words, abandon and submit. Abandon your crazy pursuits and self-focused lives and submit to the only design for life that will lead to true goodness. So we need these words even today. Think of how unbelieving friends and family respond to the gospel, which is how we all responded before we came to faith in Christ. We don't want it. We want to control our own decisions, our relationships, our jobs, how we will spend our time and with whom, how we spend our money, and we don't want anyone telling us what to do. Look at our world today. Aren't we right here trying to throw off bonds and cords, as in verse 3, because we see God's rule as bondage? You've probably heard or read that there are three steps of a moral revolution. One, what was once condemned is now celebrated. Two, what was once celebrated is now condemned. And three, those refusing to celebrate are condemned. Or as one Bible teacher said, what was unthinkable is unfiltered, and what used to slink down the back alley struts down Main Street. But we have become our own personal authorities on morality, on truth, on the philosophy of life, why we're here in the first place. But the truth that's contained in this psalm is ignored 
and even mocked, and it might even make some people mad. Who is this God who would try to interfere with me and tell me what to do? So we've got a warning here. Uh, You know, we often look to scriptures for comfort, but there is comfort in God's warnings. If we are wise, we'll listen. He's telling us ahead of time for anyone who thinks that there is no God or if there is one, he really isn't serious about what he says. He's telling us that now is the time to submit to the authority of Jesus Christ over your life before it's too late. Take comfort in the fact that God is who he says he is and does what he says he will do. A few years ago, a songwriter penned these words, One minute I held the key, next the walls were closed on me, and I discovered that my castles stand upon pillars of salt and pillars of sand. And that's why there's a wisdom portion in this royal psalm. The writer is telling people how to react to the reality of God's rule and reign. Let's read verses 11 through 12. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. Kiss the son, lest he be angry and you perish in the way. For his wrath is quickly kindled. Blessed are all who take refuge in him. Be wise, be warned, and take refuge in this great and powerful God. Let's pray. Father God, thank you for the assurance that the opposition to your rule and your people will one day come to an end. Strengthen us in the meantime and encourage us to be a light to those around us who need to come to you and believe the truth. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.